the future of photography. Adrian, I'm coming to you from my sun deck in the Bahamas. I have a drink in my hands and the, the, the seagulls are circling. Uh, no, Did you sneakily sign up for that crypto stuff we were yeah, talking about last I'm week? I'm rich now. I'm rich now. Steam it made me rich. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't. Um, and well, well, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll, we'll keep track of that. Um, no, no, no. <clears throat> I'm back in here in Germany <laughs> in the viewfinder villa, um, sitting in front of my microphone. It's not quite as exciting <laughs> as I made it sound. Um, it sounded good there for a moment. You had me with you for a moment. <laughs> okay, I, sh I should have probably added in some some sounds of waves. Oh, you can do that washing in post. The no, I'm not. <laughs> okay, um, do you get car sick? Uh, no, but I have family that do. Uh, no, again, no, but I have family that do. Okay, so um, I don't either. Uh, when I a few weeks ago was on on that ship crossing the Barents Sea and uh, in, in the Arctic, which was a wonderful adventure, um, I had the first day in the we had wind up to uh, force eight, and the first day I was a bit woozy, but then starting from the second day, I, it stopped, and everything was okay. And I've never really become car sick or seasick um, in my life. It's just something that doesn't happen to me. Um, but I know people who even get TV sick. They they watch TV and the camera is not on a tripod. It's kind of a handheld camera. And that little motion already makes them makes them nauseous. Uh, now, that I recognize, not because it happens normally. I remember some years ago being at a friend's house and he had a projection TV. And it was the, it was the size of the wall of his room, okay. the, the projected image. But it was quite a small room. So, uh, and I had a horrendous hangover. Okay, <laughs> and that really did make me feel ill because he was showing some something like motorbike racing, and the camera was mounted on the motorbike. Okay, and as as it was leaning over, going side to side, and I and I had this terrible hangover. Yeah, that made me feel quite ill. I couldn't and watch that. And looking on on YouTube, uh, the, the the shaky camera is is kind of becoming the norm. So people are exposed to that even more. Um, of course, that 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 is an effect that some people um, uh, that some people have, and it's all it's it's quite well researched. What why that happens? Why some people get that and others don't? And uh, it has to do with the sensory inputs that you get. I mean, we have a visual sensory system. We have a touch system. Like when we stand up, we hold our balance by um, by feeling with our feet how how the, the ground pushes against different parts of them. Um, and there is the vestibular system in our ear, in our inner ears that tell us what orientation we're at. And the, the moment these systems get conflicting inputs, that's when some people um, get a disconnect, and that makes them. I, th I think it has. I think it's similar to what what your reaction is similar to what your body would would do when you're poisoned. I think it's a similar response that oh, right. you're okay. being poisoned. So your body says, "Oh, something is completely wrong. I need to empty my stomach," and mm. uh, because it's probably poison in there. Um, so so the 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 different inputs. Just imagine you're sitting in the belly of a ship, and the ship keeps swaying and you you see 
just the wall in front of you that doesn't really sway so you have these different inputs same with a with a car one way to fix that or to to um to make it less bad is if you if you if the person getting car sick um well first of all if they are on the steering wheel themselves um that is probably the best one if they have a license or if they sit <laughs> on the passenger seat uh, or sitting on the back seat looking out the side and um that's that's a pretty big disconnect for some people and yeah and we're seeing i I had this once i was at the top of a tall tower yeah um and i was fine i was i was traveling somewhere with my brother again this is a very long time ago uh where were we it's gonna i'm gonna say somewhere like las vegas Mm. anyway big big tall tower and um uh and we got up onto the observation deck you know a thousand feet up or whatever it is right uh and uh, I was, oh, yeah, look at the view, look at the view. And my brother went green very quickly and had to mm-hmm. go back down. And what it, what I realised is that, or what we realised, was that the tower was swaying. The but big because the that, view yes. was such a long distance away, it didn't look like the view was moving. It, ah, you know, if you, it, yeah. if you, the only way you could spot it is if you, if you looked at the safety rails that were part of the tower right. and matched and then mapped them to where they fell on the mountains in the background, you could <laughs> see that there was a, there was a shift. So but that you was a version of seasickness pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, your eyes show you one thing, your vestibular system, your inner ear tells you something different. Um, um, we see the same thing in VR often people, um, get sick when they are in virtual reality when they have these goggles on because again you have uh, visual input and your vestibular system is getting something different mm. and that uh, is, can be a problem but the virgin's accommodation conflict goes even beyond that um it is a new- <laughs> okay so I, you're gonna have to take me through this word by word virgin's I will. accommodation I will. okay yeah. okay virgin's <laughs> When you look at our visual system, you have two eyes, and the closer you you have something in front of your eyes that you focus on, the the more the both eyes have to look towards the inside. The angle of the eyes changes. Um, just just uh, stretch your arm out, put your finger up, and then look at the finger and move it slowly towards you, and your eyes will you'll go cross-eyed pretty much. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that is what what they call virgins. I will link a link Wikipedia articles uh, to that. So it's all in the show notes. So that's one thing. The second accommodation is a fancy term for focusing. So the other thing your eyes do when you move that finger slowly towards you is they change focus. It's like the lens in the camera. There's a lens in your eye and it it gets squeezed and that um, well focuses on that finger so the rest goes out of focus and you're focusing and those systems work automatically you don't have to think about it it just happens now there's one thing that's interesting uh, in this context these two systems are linked so okay the angle of your eyes is linked to the focus distance so when you when your eyes angle towards the inside your focus goes closer they are oh yeah yes sorry yes of course of, of course sorry yeah now i get it <laughs> so the virgin's accommodation are like a, 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 a they work hand in hand and when one thing happens the other kind of has to happen too and it's something that is a bit of a problem when you go inside something like vr because 
Um, and it's by the way the same thing with 3D movies. You 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 both both your eyes getting separate pictures because we have stereo vision and with a with a 3D movie in a theater you have or on your screen if you have a 3D screen you have these glasses on and the the technology makes it so that both eyes get the get a different picture. And the things in those pictures can come closer and go further away. That's what 3D is, right? So um, something comes closer, your eyes will angle towards the inside, but the actual screen that you're looking at is still at the same distance. So the focus does not change. So now mm. you have the the virgence, the angle mo changing, but at the same time, your focus is not changing. And that is... A bit of a problem for some people. Okay. For some people, that throws that again is a disconnect of different uh, systems that is uh, causing problems for some people. It doesn't for some others, but uh, the VR sickness kind of thing is a bit of uh, an issue for some people. And that is one of the reasons that VR hasn't really taken off yet. Because, and I, I would argue, it is much has taken much more off than than it ever has. But it's not mainstream. No. How, how many of your friends, what, what percentage of your friends have a VR system? Less than five, uh, right? Uh, I, yeah, I, 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 possibly. Right. So, yes. so it's, it's not something that everyone just has at home. It's not, it's not happening because that is one of the issues with it. The other is, of course, you're, <laughs> you're putting these goggles on and you're kind of this, the, the rest of the world doesn't exist for a while for you. Yeah. Which... Well, it, it can be, you know, and I think, you know, from my own point of view, um, and, and any experience like that where you have to be in a sort of padded space to, to survive <laughs> is is less attractive to me personally right and and we and we are of course looking at things that will come in the future where this stuff gets more easy to use and more common ground um i'm of course, again, talking about something like augmented reality AR where sooner or later you will have some goggles on your on your face that overlay digital information over the world around you and we have the same problem there the 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 distance doesn't relate to the focus so you have the the angles changing but the focus not changing and that is a bit mm. of a of a potential issue there so Again, the, the question is, how is this connected with the future of photography? Because, um, well, on the one hand, we are going to have more video. Um, we're going to have more VR, more AR, more 3D, more 360 degree video. Um, but before this can turn mainstream, mainstream, this virgin's accommodation conflict has to be solved. I think it's an absolute must that this is solved in some way. I think there are some other things that need to be solved as well. So I get that. That I, I, I thank you for explaining it because <laughs> the, the uh, and and thank you for explaining it in a way that it, you know actually makes sense. <laughs> um, but is it so? So what is it? Future photography, right? You and I have both played with um, three sixty, you know, sort of spherical cameras. Yep uh i've played a little bit with you know um how you present that using things like um uh what's the google vr i think or google cardboard where you put your phone in a cardboard viewer and and you can use your phone to, the, the to poor man's the poor man's vr system yes yeah yeah and I, I and i've tried with that and i i think it's a bit more fundamental than that right so because i there, there isn't a place that I know of where I could do that for any length of time safely. 
<laughs> well, and of, so, of so course, I, of, even of, in my own house, <laughs> of course, and we and we're not looking at um, at VR. Probably, I think VR has its special place, but VR is is dis it disconnects you from the world around you so much that it's it's not something that it's it's not it's not an everyday all the time use kind no. of thing. But AR has is much more likely, especially as the size of these things uh, comes down. And sooner or later, those so. sooner or later those will be glasses. Those will be yeah. the size of regular glasses, and what? and then they are they are they're going to be everywhere. We're talking ten, twenty years in the future, but that is is definitely going to happen. I, I think I'm going to try. I, I'm going to try. Normally, I like to use this show as an opportunity to speculate wildly, <laughs> but this on, on this particular occasion, I am going to be much more conservative. Okay, um, uh, because uh, I think. Oh, Excuse me. I think I because I think there is th this is a a preserve the form factor of the mobile phone or I suppose as we should correctly call it the pocket computer. Mm -hmm. So there's there's a number of uh, there's a number for me of uh, psychological, social, and technical issues with this that that cause me to be much more conservative about it i like to have this stuff right i would like yeah i i think um you know I, i'm quite I'm, I'm quite keen on the concept of augmented reality i have a a, a keen interest in my surroundings when i go to a, a new city or something like that and I think, oh look at that building or who's that statue of or yeah and things like that and if there was a way to use augmented reality to provide me with information like that you know sort of wikipedia in, in augmented reality or something like that that would be awesome but i also value actually using my eyes and i also value uh you know social interaction with people and i prefer not to be walking along the banks of the river in this new city I'm visiting and, and falling in because <laughs> well, my head, my, my, because my eyes are essentially blocked. <laughs> I, I think, I think we're looking at a, at a, at a natural selection process here. Um, the people, the people who, the people who walk with their smartphones in their hands, looking down will be run over by cars and, the problem takes care of itself. And do you know much. what? I yeah, well, yes, a part of me hopes and, that and, that and will you happen. Take, but you take that I, phone out, you look at it, you put it back in your pocket. There might be something very similar there, like people putting these things on for uh, to navigate to a place, and then they taking them off again. Possibly, yeah. you know. I'm hoping so, that Elon Musk will invent a car that is sufficiently <laughs> quiet that all of that stuff will become true. Um, but the. <laughs> But the the it, it and yet it doesn't happen. You know, you can walk around, and in my case, it, uh, London is the big city that I go to most often. Yeah, and you know, and I make a point of walking around London and looking up and trying to experience what's going on in the city. And sometimes that's you know, when when that in in parts of my uh, life when that's been a daily commute. Um, you know the, the the actual sights and sounds are broadly speaking the same so you're looking for smaller differences but sometimes when you go somewhere on a vacation you're looking for something you're looking for the big things the icons you know the the empire state building or the eiffel tower or something like that you're looking for um but yeah it's uh so so i i i i'm going to try to answer the what does this mean for the future of photography question in a quite conservative way mm -hmm. i'm going to say no vr thank you very much 
I'm going to say yes, please to AR and please continue to give me successively more powerful pocket computers with which to experience. <laughs> um, and I would like to retain my social interaction with people and my physical interaction with the world and keep that pocket computer in my pocket when I don't want to be bothered. Fair enough. But, 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 but let me try a humbug. <laughs> let me, yeah, exactly. Grumpy old man. Let me, let me try to reel that back into the actual topic of this of the show, which is the virgins accommodation conflict. And that is one of the things that I think needs to be solved. Um, if those things will become, or want to become anywhere anywhere uh, mainstream and um and there are there are res there's research going on in this uh, field there are already some displays that can display multiple planes of depth so you will have multiple depth planes in front of your eyes um there's a technology that em employs eye tracking so it will not only track where you're looking but it will also know where you're focusing and how deep you're focusing so whatever is in front of your eye can go in and out of focus based on your eyes and um, if anyone remembers episode 15 where we talked about light field photography this um, this again goes in two ways in two directions light can go uh, in both directions and there is technology now that they are uh, researching and that i think some experiments are are quite successful now which are light field displays so a display that will give you the entire depth information in front of your eyes and you can focus on them but it's that's a it's a bit out there it's a it's a far 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 out from this point of view but i think i have a chance of still seeing some of that and i find that intriguing <laughs> i yeah if they, they I, I and i agree with you if they could solve some of that stuff uh that would really give us you know you an, know an I, opportunity for those technologies to go mainstream definitely. yeah and, and 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 without fully turning this into an episode that is pro or con ar vr um <laughs> uh it it this is a change that's not going to happen overnight it's not it's not to wake up in the morning and all of a sudden the first thing you have to do is put on these glasses it's much more of a slow progress here um the the the, the the apple watch that i wear on my wrist for example uh initially it was more of a gimmick but now when i do some navigation i walk down the street um and in, i'm in a, in, a, in a city that i haven't been in and this thing now i i, I put the goal into my smartphone i i walk and the, the watch taps me on the wrist in two different ways for go left and go right oh does so it oh, very it, nice so so uh, th this is actually a way for me to to not have that phone in front of my eyes all the time but to have just a subtle little tap on my wrist to say okay next next corner you take a left see that i like and and the other thing is is it frees up a hand you know, so it you does, don't yeah. need to be holding your phone so um, or or when i'm when i'm in, in an airport and i travel to a photo tour and i don't know what gate i have to go to that information is now on my wrist so i don't have to take the phone out and I, oh was it a 15 or a 17 or so no i, I just look at my wrist and it's the information is there so the the, the it, it keeps me more in the moment that's what i'm trying to say and i i have high hopes that these technologies are going to be um that that, that there is a social change that will have to come for these things to be widely accepted but that is a slow pro process and not something that they will pour over you overnight mm. it's just 
That, that, that's got my brain buzzing, uh, buzzing now about <laughs> using haptics and using audio as part of augmented reality, because then your eyes can focus on stopping you from walking into a lamppost. For example. For example. <laughs> All right, let's keep it at that. Um, but I think I think we managed to to at least convey an important concept of uh, of why why people get carsick. Yes, that's, that's probably yes. the main the main takeaway <laughs> from this episode. Um, <laughs> Have a good week. We'll be back in a week from now. Uh, of course, you can go to thefutureofphotography.com to support us. And uh, all the links and stuff that we talked about are in the show notes for this episode right in your podcast client. All right, that's it. And take care. Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Hold up. 